Hey friends, thank you guys so much for joining in on another episode of Cast the Word. Today we're going to be discussing his presence with a C over his presence with a T. Guys, thank you so much for joining in on another episode today. I hope each of you are doing well, staying safe and staying blessed in Christ through this season that we're going through right now. Today, I want to take just a few moments to discuss seeking God's presence over His presence. And to prevent any confusion about the way these two words sound, since this is audio, instead of saying presence with a T, I'm just going to say gifts from here on out, okay? So that way you guys are following with me, able to track with me and know what I'm what I'm referring to. And when we say gifts here in this episode, what we are referring to is the materialistic things that God can bestow upon us. And hopefully by clarifying that, we'll be able to tell what it is that I'm speaking about, and it won't be confusing to listen to it for the rest of this episode. But before we get into that, let me just add a disclaimer here that I am a full believer that God helps us out in our in our life, either with financial needs, getting that job or that promotion at work, helping us acquire shelter or a car. I mean, the list goes on and on in our lives, and I'm a full believer that God does intervene in these things when we call upon Him and when we ask for His help and His guidance. In fact, the Bible says to cast your cares on God because He cares for you. And that means he cares about the trials that you're facing in your life. And the Bible also says to be anxious for nothing, but in all things, make your requests be made known to God. And we've talked about these verses quite a bit in this podcast, but today I really want to focus on his presence, not his gifts. So we're going to be diving into the fact that as a follower of Christ, ultimately our priority should be on getting closer with God, seeking his presence rather than always approaching him with our hands out and giving him our laundry list of things that we need him to do for us. Occasionally in our lives, we will call upon God, and and we need to, to open certain doors for us, and we should do that. I've prayed for God to help me through financial seasons. I mean, you name it. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all, and I'm not in any way trying to belittle that. But again, our priority as a believer, as a follower of Christ, should not be to ask God what He can do for us, because really, He's already done enough for us on the cross, right? When we think about the things God has done for us in our lives, ultimately the 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 thing that rises to the top of that list is His work on the cross, and that is what's most important in regards to what He has given us, that free gift of salvation. We have the greatest present, we have the greatest gift that we could ever be given, and that is the gift of salvation. So our ultimate priority should be seeking His presence and asking God to show us His glory. We should want to know more of Him. We should want to seek Him more, and we should want to dwell in His presence, and and we should want to be in His presence more than seeking what gifts God can give us in our material lives. Amen. So I just wanted to take just a moment to clarify and hopefully clearly articulate what I'm trying to get at today and and articulate the content of this episode and, and provide that balance so there is no confusion because, like I said, there is gifts that God gives us in this life, and and when we are faced with those trials, we should ask Him for help in those arenas in our lives, whether it's financial, whatever it may be, but we can never neglect seeking His presence we can never neglect seeking to know more of Him, and and ultimately that should be our priority. So now that we have that out of the way, let's let's get into it today. When I think about the presence of God, the first thing that comes to mind is Moses. 
and his experience on the mountain when he was in the presence of the Lord after the exodus of, of Egypt. If you do any study on the presence of God, then surely you're going to find yourself reading about the experiences that Moses had. And I want to read a passage from Exodus 33 to highlight the relationship between God and Moses and to highlight how Moses really sought after the presence of God. So we're going to read Exodus 33, and we're going to start in verse 12. We read, Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you, and that I may, and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people. Listen to how Moses is approaching God here. And God replied and said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to God, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord replied to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. That's verses 12 through 17. When we consider that the Bible says that God is not a respecter of persons, which means God does not favor one person over another, we can find so much encouragement in this scripture. Another takeaway here is that Moses and God are having a conversation like friends. They're, they're discussing things back and forth. Moses is pouring his heart out to God. He shows his heart as well by telling God that he doesn't want to move forward unless God's presence is with him. That should be our heart cry in our lives as well, because we know God's not a respecter of persons. So if God can have that conversation with Moses, he can have that same conversation with us as well. Lord, I don't want to take one step unless you are with me. That should be our prayer in life. It is his presence that makes the enemies flee. No darkness can dwell in the presence of the Lord. His presence helps light the way. His presence helps guard us against the attacks of the world. His presence helps give us clarity on the priorities in our lives. Without His presence, we're lost. Without His presence, we really do not stand a chance against tackling the trials of this life. Friends, we need His presence more than we need His gifts. Seeking God only for the gifts He can give us is not only selfish, but it's carnal. It tells us that we care more about the cares of this world than we do about His design and His purpose for our life here and in eternity from a spiritual perspective. Now, I mentioned earlier, we pray to God for help in our in the material realm and in our lives, and we should, but notice that we're talking about the priority here. Notice that we're talking about the heart cry. What's more important to us, the gifts that He can give us in our lives or His presence? That's the purpose. That's the point I'm trying to drive home here today. It, seeking God only for the gifts, like I said, can can only show selfishness and show carnality. It tells us that we care more about this world 
than we do about the spiritual realm. There's nothing wrong with asking God for help, but I'd argue that there is something wrong if the only time we pray is when all hell is breaking out against us and we're just turning to God because because we need Him in that moment. And of course, when all hell is breaking out against us, we should turn to God and pray to Him. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, and we have and we need to. But if the only time you talk to God is when something's going wrong in your life, then maybe we should consider the strength of our spiritual relationship with the Father. There's a problem if the only time we're on our knees is when we need something from Him. We must consider how this makes God feel when the only time we talk to Him is when we need Him, when we're in trouble. To me, that puts into question the strength of our relationship. If that's the only time we pray, we must strive to hold the heart of Moses in our lives and say to God that, Lord, if you don't go with me, I don't want to go. If I don't have your presence in my life, I don't want to move. If you're not right by my side, then I don't stand a chance. Not only that, but there is a certain level of compassion that's shown here as well, showed by Moses toward God. If you continue reading in chapter 33, picking up where we left off, the next verse, Moses, we, we read the, the famous verses about Moses asking God to show him his glory. Moses started this conversation by asking for God's presence to go with him. We, that's what we began reading in, in chapter 33 earlier. Then, then right after that, he goes on to saying, God, show me your glory. And God did just that. He hid Moses in the cleft of the rock and allowed Moses to see God's backside as he walked by him. Friends, this has really been on my heart the past few weeks. With with all the uncertainty that this world has been offering to us in 2020, we need His glory now more than ever. Lord, we pray that you might show this great nation your glory once more. Lord, we pray that you might show us, that you that you might show me your glory. Let your glory be made known in this late hour, and let the light of Christ shine through us in this dark world. Moses desired to be closer to God, and so must we. Moses desired to have the Lord's presence with him and for the Lord to display his glory, and we must do the same. We know that God is not a respecter of persons, and I fully believe that what he did for Moses, he can do for you and me. The question really is how are we seeking him, and are we seeking him the way Moses did? Are we spending time with God the way Moses did? Are we setting the atmosphere for God to manifest himself? Or are we too concerned with God fulfilling what we need in this temporal life? Are we too focused on holding our hands out, saying, God, give me, give me, give me, instead of saying, God, show me, show me, show me more of you? Second Chronicles 16 verse 9 says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. God is seeking for a people to rise up right now and show their loyalty to the blood-stained banner of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when he finds us, Second Chronicles says that he will show himself strong on our behalf. The thing is that God is looking for that type of loyalty, that type of desire, and that type of people that want his presence more than they want his fringe benefits. And again, I feel like I keep needing to add this disclaimer because I, under, I, I don't want there to be any misinterpretation about what I'm trying to convey. The Lord daily loads us with benefits, God's benefits. His, his gifts will come to you, but we can't have the artificial desire to want His gifts more than we want His presence. It is His presence that is the ultimate gift, amen? 
It really shows where our heart is if we want to see his face more than we want to see what he puts in our hands. It is his presence that breaks the yoke of bondage, that breaks the stronghold of addiction, that looses the enemy's grips on your heart and your mind. It is ultimately his presence that helps us love our spouses more. It's his presence that anoints us to walk into this dark world where hate is everywhere and allows us to love in this world of hate. That's his presence and his anointing that helps us do that. We need his presence now more than we ever do, like I said before. And it, as soon as we have this type of hunger, then Jesus proclaims we are blessed. And we read that in Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Remember that God never changes, and he will not force himself on any of us because he's the ultimate gentleman. And the Spirit is calling us to rise up, to desire to go a little deeper, to desire for us to go a little further. And when we do that, He will show us great and mighty things that we've never seen. I fully believe that, guys. If Moses didn't seek out God, imagine what would have happened to the children of Israel. Imagine if Moses didn't have the desire that he had to see God's glory. Who knows what would have happened? Who knows how the Exodus would have turned out? But what I do know is that the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him who hears say, Come, and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. The best thing about our Lord is the gift of salvation is free. We just have to accept it. The glory can come. We just have to seek it. His presence is available. We just have to want it. Deliverance is available. We just have to have a desire for it, guys. It's all there for us. The question is, are you seeking His presence more than you're seeking His gifts? Are we hungering for Him more than we ever have before? If you consider for a moment your past relationship with God, think about the years or the months or the, or the days that you've been serving the Lord. I ask you to take a moment and think, are you closer to God now than you ever have been before? If so, that's great. Don't stop. Keep stoking the fire. Don't let your fire go out. Continue stirring up the gift and don't become complacent. If you answer that question and recognize that you've had better days in the past, then let me encourage you for a moment. Your best days are not behind you. God is still the same God as he was yesterday, and he is still wanting to display his glory before you. Don't be discouraged. If you think about your your time with the Lord and you see better days behind you than where you are right now, don't let the tribulations of this life wear you down and beat you up to the point of complacency. It's time to rise. Seek him once more like you like you did before maybe or or seek him more than you ever have before and let him make his glory known. If you reflect back on some better days in your past then it's time to go to the mountaintop again and have that conversation with the Lord that Moses had. It's time to say, "God, show me your glory once more." It's time for you to get up because you've been dwelling at this place for far too long. God is with you, friends. Never forget it. And God is wanting you to desire his presence today. Amazing things happen when we get the right perspective and decide once and for all that our desire in this life is not to live one more day without his presence with us. Friends, I hope that you found some encouragement in this episode today. Like I said, this topic has been on my heart for a few weeks now, and it's something that I felt like we all needed a fresh reminder of. I recognize that this is probably not some uh, 
new news to you guys, but uh, just every once in a while, we need a reminder, don't we? We can all get in that rut of life and get into the rhythm of complacency, and ironically, sometimes our spiritual growth can slow down when everything is going our way in life. Think about that for a minute. Uh, I'll give you an example. A few years ago, we had an emergency in my family, and during that time, I prayed more than I ever had before. Right leading up to that emergency in our family, everything was going great. There were no problems. There were, you know, it was just smooth sailing. But when that emergency struck, I found myself praying more than I ever had before. And I knew I needed to pray. Uh, You know, I didn't feel any sort of uh, problem with praying because I know that, you know, when we're in those tough, tough seasons, obviously we need to pray. We need to pray. But one night in prayer, I almost felt a moment of conviction come over me. I thought for a moment, why did I not pray so fervently when I was in that season of peace? You know, there's nothing wrong with praying when everything's going against you. There's nothing wrong with praying when when you are in a, an emergency situation or when you need God to intervene. You know, like I said before, God cares for us. We need to cast our cares upon Him. Prayer is the best thing you can do. But my point here is that leading up to that emergency, I was in a season of peace. But my prayer life wasn't as strong in that moment as it was when the emergency struck. And it kind of it kind of just made me do a little check on myself for a moment. And I thought, why is that now when all hell has broken out against me, I find myself in intense prayer seeking God's presence and direction only because I'm desperate. I'm desperately in need of something. Again, don't get me wrong, prayer was the right thing to do at that time, but the issue was that I was only coming to Him when I needed something. I never stopped loving God in that season of peace. I didn't fall away from God, and I didn't really stop praying, but at the time, I knew my prayer life wasn't at the peak that it should have been. It surely wasn't as strong and intense as it was when I was in that moment of, of an emergency. It took that emergency to show me something in my life, and, and at that moment in my life, I was only seeking God when I needed something, and I felt kind of guilty for it. And, and and again, I think it bears repeating, we must cast our cares before God because He does care for you. Please don't misinterpret what I'm saying. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. If you're in an emergency situation, the only thing, the best thing you can do is to pray. I'm not saying don't pray when you're when you're finding yourself in a trial or tribulation. I, I believe you guys are are tracking with me on this, but my point is that if if you're praying more when you need something from God, that should be a check on you guys. It was a check on me. It, it kind of convicted me and made me think, you know, in in the season of peace I was having right up leading up to that emergency, I wasn't praying as strongly as I should have been. Why? Why was I not doing that? Because everything was going my way. Because everything in my life was going great. Because, you know, looking back, I didn't feel like I needed to pray. And I, I know I'm, I'm being real with you guys because I know a lot of us find ourselves in that position sometimes where, you know, we find ourselves praying more when we need something. And that's what I'm trying to draw out of this message today. That's the, the heart cry of this message today because it's been so heavy on my heart that we've got to we've got to pray just as equally when we're on the mountaintop as we are when we're in the valley. We must make sure that above all, we are seeking his presence and seeking his face more than we're seeking his hands. If you're in a season of peace right now where everything's going good in your life, I encourage you, don't stop praying. Don't stop seeking him. 
Let him take you deeper. Let him take you further. When the cares of this world are not bombarding your mind, if you're in a season of peace, take advantage of that moment. It is in these seasons where somehow prayer seems to drift away. Because like I said, in our flesh, we can easily feel like we may not need God right now because everything's going our way. But that's when the enemy capitalizes on that opportunity and can make you feel like we got it on our own. That's not right, friends, and we know that. We need God. Just like I said, we need God just as much when we're on the mountain as we do when we're in the valley. Amen? So I challenge you today to take inventory of this and evaluate if you're seeking God's presence more than you're seeking His gifts. I hope that this was an encouraging message to you guys today. I hope that I was able to clearly articulate my point in my heart today. I hope that you guys stay blessed. We got some amazing things coming up in the future. We got a, a, a series that we're working on that I'm excited to bring to you guys. I hope you've enjoyed our last um, few episodes. The uh, last episode we just released was, uh, was on Fear Factor. If you missed that, go check it out. We also talked about a message on, on how big is our God, talking about the Lord, the Creator. And we uh, right before that, we talked about relinquishing the battle. So we got some few a few good episodes that are that are out, um, and we got a few uh, a few more coming up, and we got a, a series that we're going to be dropping soon as well. And I'm very ex- excited to bring that to you guys, friends. Stay strong in the faith, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Mm-hmm.